all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. This is a Mr. Mr. Magic Magic Super Super Blast Blast. I love you, Mr. Magic, and this is for you. Man show on the Howard Bison head coach King Blakeney on the show with me. Coach, good to talk to you again. How's life up there in DC, man? What's up, Mr. Boss Man? How's everything going? Everything's good up my way. How about down your way? Coach, it's been good. I've been enjoying my uh now six month vacation, so I'm enjoying that. Uh, I have been uh playing a guitar coach, uh, you know, learning how to do be handier now. So I'm never home this much. So six months and five days of being home, man, I'm becoming more useful, I guess. 
I understand. I guess that's, uh, you know, during this period, I, I guess picking up a foreign language and learning to play an instrument is a uh, very productive thing. Most definitely. And, uh, Coach, I want to talk to you, you know, uh, man, you know, I'll be real with you. On my birthday, March 11th, so I found out the NBA season will be suspended. So you probably Norfolk, the MEAC tournament. So how was that when that came down for you guys? They told you guys we're not playing anymore for your, your young men who have put in so much work not to get you to compete for that MEAC title and having to go from on campus to virtual learning and keep keeping your grades up, knowing you at Howard, a great school like that. So talk to us about that whole process for you for like March 11th on through all the through all the shutdown, how that went for you and your team and your staff there. Well, Postman, it's, uh, it was different for us, man. It, it was, uh, you know, we, we started to hear the rumblings a little bit. The NBA shutting down the Ivy League tournament had been canceled. Uh, you hear other rumblings of other leagues that are starting to cancel. And we still don't really know what this COVID-19 thing really is. We, we, we're hearing about it, but obviously, you know, being right now on September 16th, um, we're further along, along down the road right now, but, you know, at the 11th of March, we had no idea. Um, I was walking around at that time. I had a, a hand sanitizer bottle because going through the handshake lines before games and after games and shaking the referee's hands, I, I just kept – you know, my little bottle under, under, under my seat. And uh, I didn't know. I didn't understand that it was airborne. You know, there was a lot of information that we didn't really understand and know at that point in time. So, um, you know, we had played our, our first game against uh, South Carolina State and won our first game. Came back the next night and played a really good uh, North Carolina A&T team and had a tough loss against them. And you know, going into the press conference that night, someone had asked, you know, like, what's next? And I said, well, what's next is, you know, us understanding what this COVID thing is um, and how we are going to be like the, the new normal from that point, because it was, you know, you knew it was serious, um, but you just didn't understand the severity of it at that point in time. And uh, the next day, I think, you know, around 3.30, 4 o'clock, the MEAC tournament gets officially the rest of it canceled. Um, and we get a phone call from, you know, our athletic director saying that, you know, school was going to be postponed and everyone had to immediately depart campus as soon as possible. Um, so it was a upheaval uh, in, in, in the quickest form, uh, you know, for our guys and for our students at Howard, um, where we, it was just a sense of urgency. We had to, you know, be off campus. So we had to really, I think, come together as a university and our president, Dr. Wayne Frederick and our athletic director, Carrie Davis, um, you know, with their leadership, helping us, uh, you know, one, get back to campus safe, two, uh, get all our players home safe. Um, you know, that was kind of the most important thing, Mr. Bossman, at that point in time, was just the, the, the welfare of our student athletes and making sure they got home and they were okay with their families. Most definitely, because I know, like, in Georgia, the case is still kind of high. I know D.C. had it kind of high there for a while. So let me ask you, how, 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 how's the case in D.C. right now? Cause I know that here in Georgia, we still have some issues with capacity at the hospital still. not being reported as much, but it's still issues here in Atlanta for sure. How's it in D.C. right now? Yeah, things have plateaued off a little bit, you know. So um, that's, a, that's a good sign. And, uh, you know, I think we, we really attacked it early on. Mayor Bowser. Uh, our mayor here in Washington, D.C., has done a great job with her leadership, and uh, she's been 
you know, one of those talking figures on national TV, on CNN and MSNBC and uh, those national uh, conversations about, you know, major cities and, and COVID-19. And uh, she's done a really good job. And, you know, we've had protests in Washington, D.C. We've had the COVID and uh, under her leadership and her administration, uh, she's really positioned us to be able to move forward, I think, successfully uh, in getting our economy back, getting our uh, people back to work as, as safely as possible. And uh, her leadership has been very, very well noticeable um, during this period in time. And Coach, academically, how was it for your young men going from on campus to virtual learning? Because I know if guys aren't used to that, it, it's kind of hard for them. I know you can check from on, on Blackboard. They, they miss a class. You can't run them. You know, you can't have them go run a hill. You can't get on them like that, Coach. So they're home on devices. No, mom and dad but I may, may not do that to them. So how is making sure the young men are accountable uh, to keep doing, getting the work done, keeping the grades up, and that's how to do running hills at home for you, Coach? How was that, man? <laughs> Man, I had a halogen at everyone's house, man, and I literally would show up at like six o'clock in the morning and be like, hey, man, you better do your classwork. <laughs> no, it was a, it, that's a great question, and, and, and thank you for asking it because it allows me to talk about our academic support staff and some of the support systems that we have at Howard that we have in place. And, uh, you know, our student athletes ended up the, uh, for the year at, at around a 3.0 GPA for our basketball team. So we're really happy and pleased about that and proud about that. Um, we have an unbelievable um, student, you know, assistant kind of uh, uh, system here by Paul, Mr. Mr. Paul Bowden, Morgan Fisher, Dr. Morgan Fisher and her crew. Um, they do an unbelievable job and, and they stayed in touch with our players. Um, we had daily study hall still, things were virtual. So it took them a while to get used to it. Um, but, you know, to their credit, they really, locked in and uh, finished up the semester on a strong note. Oh, definitely. That's very important because, you know, like I said, Coach, you know, I, I think how is school academics, you have to be good there. You have to be on your stuff. So I'm glad to hear that your young man got 3.0, knowing the standard that Howard holds them to because playing basketball in, in Howard is where you really are a student athlete. You're not out there for basketball only. You have to learn and play ball at the same time. Yeah, no, Mr. Boss, man, that's, that's exactly right. And I think, you know, U.S. News and World Report just came out uh, this week and rated us the 80th best university in the country um, for our academics. So, you know, kudos to Dr. Wayne Frederick and his administration, uh, you know, and the things that they've implemented and, and have done. I know that the school when he got here was ranked in the hundreds and uh, he's taken it year by year and has increased that, that university ranking uh, and has gotten it lower. And now we're down to 80. So, you know, let's see if we can continue to, that kind of print and that momentum uh, and anything we can do and add as a basketball program to bring visibility and, and light to the university, you know, we're excited to add that little, those little things that we can add. Most definitely. And coach also, another guy on your staff is probably important. Strength coach, because you know, the guys are at home. They're not, in your face, of course, I have facilities there, so have to make sure the guys are not just so far out of shape. So how much time get them to say, can I do stuff virtually for as like running and at home and doing things in the yard, using bands, all kind of things where they can kind of stay in a little bit of shape, not maybe get, get to a, a hoop per se, but kind of, you know, do things you can do without basketball while you're shut down at home. Yeah, you know, you know, boss man, honestly, uh, one of the things that we talked about was that, um, you know, we, we kind of left it up to the families and we didn't ask them to do anything. Um, I wanted them to be safe because I was, as a, as a parent, as a, as a 
husband, as a, as a man, I was terrified. Um, you know, for the first three or four months, I probably went out four or five times, period. And that was only to go to the grocery store. Um, so if I was, you know, very hesitant to kind of, I guess, start my, my life up again and, and ask, to, you know, for me to, to start getting uh, reacclimated to society a little bit, um, I, I damn sure wasn't going to ask those guys to start doing things. So, you know, the NCAA had these uh, rules and regulations that we couldn't really talk about um, or do Zoom workouts or do Zoom, uh, you know, anything like that with our guys. So, you know, if their families allowed them to go out and do it, I didn't ask them to go out and do anything. I just wanted them to be safe with their, with their families and keep, keep them safe and keep their families safe uh, for the most part. Um, so, you know, thank, thankfully everybody kind of, uh, you know, did that. They stayed safe with their families. And, you know, one of the things we noticed, we got back to school a couple of weeks ago um, as, a, uh, as our, our basketball team. And, uh, you know, our guys were incredibly out of shape and still are. Um, so that's, those are things we're still going to have to work through a little bit as we move forward towards the season. And, Coach, on the Zoom calls, you know, we've kind of had another pandemic, too, with social injustice in the country. You're sitting in D.C. We can talk about what happened in D.C. and other around Atlanta here as well with uh, Rachel R. Brooks and this happened Saturday in Clayton County down the road from me and also Mount Arbery. So how are you talking about your young men about, hey, we took off your Howard Bison gear. You're just a young black man in D.C. or wherever you're from because you have to really carry it a little bit differently because, you know, even if you do everything right, you say yes or no, so you can still unfortunately have a negative outcome for us. So how do you use this time to teach your young men about being a young black man to come up in this world and so they can give them lessons for life now going forward and going forward from now on? Yeah, we implemented three kind of initiatives for our program. Um, and that's, that's, you know, thank you for asking that. Um, one, we, we started a um, student assistant fund. And when we talked about our, our, our students being displaced from, from campus, um, what the student assistant fund was, we did a three-week virtual um, fundraiser where we had DJs that were virtually doing, you know, uh, kind of gigs for us once a week um, to raise money. And we did that with a, uh, along with a, a merch um, kind of package where people could buy merch and also donate to this student assistant fund that we were um, using to help uh, contribute to our, our students, not even our student athletes. And the fund is set up where, you know, students that were um, one displaced had to leave abruptly. Um, their families might've been, um, you know, put in a tough uh, situation or challenge because of COVID and lost jobs or got behind in bills or whatever those circumstances were, this student assistant fund, um, that the university had in place that we were able to contribute to um, would be able to help help those student students and, and student athletes. Um, second, we did a, um, a voter registration uh, kind of uh, situation with when we all vote. And when we all vote has been kind of like the, you know, most popular uh, voter registration um, group since you know, COVID and, and over the last six months, it's, uh, you know, Chris Paul, Michelle Obama, and others are a huge part of uh, when we all vote and, and people that have started that, co-founders have started that. So we were the first actually athletic team uh, to jump on board and be, uh, you know, associated with them, which we're really proud of. And uh, our goal is to, you know, reach back in the communities of color 
young men from the age, ages of 18 to 25, and uh, which is the hardest uh, demographic to, uh, you know, to, to vote uh, that doesn't vote and to see if we can use our platforms of social media to get those young men to vote. And the third initiative that we did, which was great to, uh, to your point, was we did a speaker series and we've had over 22 speakers so far. And uh, what we did is we would have some of the most engaging and you know, interesting kind of uh, speakers from our community uh, and thought leaders and leaders. Um, Xavier Williams, who's the highest ranking black from AT&T, Grant Hill, uh, one of the owners of the Atlanta Hawks, uh, Paxton Baker, who's one of the owners of the Washington Nationals, Jerron Smith, who's started Unanimous Media with, uh, with Steph Curry. We had um, Dr. Lynn Elmore, uh, who's a professor at Columbia University, and, you know, Bill Roden from uh, ESPN and, uh, you know, all the different books, Million Dollar Slaves. And uh, we had great conversations with these guys, especially during these periods of George Floyd, Aubrey Brooks, um, you know, Breonna Taylor, um, you know, we, Black Lives Matter. So during real time, we were able to have some brilliant and I think insightful conversations with these thought leaders um, to kind of, you know, one, um, talk about it, but two, um, to get more insight and to have dialogue to get whatever they were feeling inside of them um, out and, and to understand a little bit more what those things were that they were feeling and what those things were that we were experiencing as a nation. So um, it was a, a remarkable, you know, five or six months that we were able to take and kind of, you know, grow our players uh, and also kind of grow our program in a way uh, that bonded, I think, all of our guys in a way where, you know, we were able to include some of our new guys and, uh, and grow and come together as a program. And coach, uh, let's talk about recruiting wise, coach. You know, how was recruiting via Zoom? I know you, you know, you guys love to get to see people in person, face to face with them and touch them and see their families in their, in the home. So how was recruiting via Zoom? And is that something you'll keep going in the future? And it would, did it increase your reach to get guys that you wouldn't usually get to talk to by using the Zoom and showing them the campus via a, a virtual tour rather than being there for an official visit there? Yeah, we, we had to tinker with it a little bit, boss man, to be honest. Uh, it was sort of an experiment, uh, not doing it before. We've had a presentation pitch kind of when students came on campus or kind of, uh, you know, the presentation that we would have over the phone. But, you know, to do it virtually was something that we kind of had to, uh, to kind of adjust to. But it was something that I thought was really beneficial for us. Um, you know, we could be in California. We can be in New York. We can be in you know, Denver, we can be in Phoenix, we can be in Texas, all in a day. And, uh, you know, that's something that if you're recruiting uh, and going to do home visits, unless you got a private jet, uh, you know, you're not able to do those kind of things. <laughs> right. So uh, it allowed us to be in many homes over that period. And I think touch more people and, and bring more awareness uh, about Howard and Howard University's men's basketball program to uh, a lot more recruits. So we felt that it was really beneficial for us. And, uh, would love to continue to do it just to be able to touch our recruits, even if it's our weekly phone calls, just to reach out and say hello and check in on them and see how everything's going with them and their families. And Coach, talk about your the new class of coming in. A lot of guys, you you guys, you guys, I know the right of getting Mr. Maker to come with you. So discuss your, your new class coming in here and what they mean to the program going forward as you uh, get this Bison program up and up and rising some more. Yeah. 
we, we have a, a large class that came in. I think we have 10 or 11 guys that, that are in this freshman class or newcomers that are part of our Bison family. Um, and it's obviously led by, you know, McCore Maker, uh, who is the highest profile recruit to an HBCU um, probably since, you know, I can't even remember, maybe one of the guys that did it at University of District of Columbia uh, back in the early 80s. Um, that might have been as, uh, you know, more decorated than McCor, but we're very fortunate and lucky that he chose us uh, to continue his education and to play basketball at Howard University. Um, he's somebody that's going to give us, I think, a lot of versatility um, and a, I think, a, uh, a presence where, um, you know, our younger guys, it speeds up our program. Um, it really does. Um, we were able to get a transfer in Nogel Easton from Purdue University. He's a young man that started 65 games at Purdue. Um, that's going to come in right now. And, you know, he's, uh, you know, his impact on, on our program is going to be probably just as big as Maker or bigger. Um, he's a guy that, that went to the, you know, Sweet 16 and Elite Eight. And uh, I don't know how many guys in the MEAC that have transferred in have had a chance to play in the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight. So he comes from a winning pedigree. Um, he's a competitive kid. He does think everything the right way. And, uh, you know, his impact on our program is going to be so sub substantial. Um, we're really excited about it. You know, we have Raheem Rara from Baltimore uh, Poly High School, who we're excited about. He's a point guard, uh, an incredible playmaker. He can uh, find guys in traffic. He can knock down shots in, in, in while he's open. Uh, he's a guy that, that won three consecutive championships and probably won a one on fourth if it wasn't for COVID. Um, so we're really excited about him. We have a redshirt freshman that we brought in from DeMatha Catholic High School uh, that's going into his second year but did not play. Um, he's a seven-foot kid. He's a guard, um, really shoots it, uh, puts it on the floor. Uh, Steve settles his name, so really excited about him. Jordan Wood, young man from San Antonio, Texas, who's 6'10". He can play anywhere between the one through the four, uh, so we're excited about him. We just brought in a lot of guys and a lot of versatility. We have uh, Sam Green transferred from Drexel. Uh, he's a DMV product that played at Bishop McNamara, so we're excited to have him back. He's a, a grad transfer. He's going to bring some leadership and uh, some experience to our program. Uh, Devin Richmond uh, out of DeMatha Catholic High School uh, was at Howard Community College and uh, transferred to us. And, uh, you know, he comes from a winning pedigree at DeMatha and uh, his team won the, the JUCO State Championship at Howard. So we're excited to have that kind of, I think, uh, competitiveness and, and winning uh, pedigree there. Uh, so we're really looking forward to this year. You know, we're excited to have a chance to play. Uh, our administration has given us a great opportunity uh, to put us in a bubble right now uh, where we go from their building where they're staying at to the court. And uh, they're doing all their classes remote. So um, the guys are working hard right now and looking forward to the, you know, the 2021 season. And, Coach, speaking of that, uh, you know, I know in the MEAC you have to play guaranteed games uh, to raise money for, you know, women's basketball, men's basketball, and football, raise the money for HBCU schools. We all know that. So, to move the date back to the 25th of December, the 4th, whatever it's saying, uh, well, it's just a plan to kind of make up those games to bring in the money that you guys need to, to help everybody else around, around the university. Yeah. Well, man, that's a great question. 
And uh, you know what? We still don't know that answer to that. We're figuring that out on a day-to-day basis. I had that conversation with my AD um, because, you know, if we go and play in South Carolina, South Carolina is a hot spot. So, uh, you know, we would have to go play South Carolina and then come back and quarantine for two weeks. We got Northwestern on our schedule, Big Ten game uh, in the lovely city of Chicago on December 29th. Um, we go play them, uh, you know, which is a, a, a money game. Um, you know, we have to quarantine for two weeks and we start the MEAC, you know, schedule on January 2nd. So all of those things are still fluid and up in the air. Um, you know, I, there's been several discussions of bubbles that are going to be taking place. One is potentially in Indianapolis, one in Houston, one in Washington, D.C., one at Mohegan Sun. So we've been in contact with uh, several of those bubble situations and uh, just trying to figure out what works best for us and the timing of the schedule. Um, so right now, we're still up in the air with a lot of the different things on scheduling uh, with our non-conference season. Yeah, and I saw some coach. I saw some of the contracts, man. I, saw, I they look terrible. I, I saw the COVID clause in the contracts where if you play, it's this number with fans. If no fans, this number plus plan for your travel. I said I feel bad for you guys because you know I saw uh, some contracts from from high major people here. And you, you probably know what schools I'm talking about here in Georgia. I saw the contracts and I'm like, nah, <laughs> that's ugly, you know. So I hope that we can get it done without those poison peel clauses that, that, that are skewed their way only for sure. Yeah, no, no doubt. You're exactly right. Uh, <laughs> there, there's clauses that if, if we play with fans, it's X amount of dollars, which is a nice payday. You could say sixty to $80,000 or $90,000. And if you don't have fans in the, in the stands, it's $20,000. <laughs> so uh, it, it makes a difference. And uh, our administration, Kerry Davis, Mr. Davis has been unbelievable. Um, his leadership during this period in time has been, uh, you know, needed and uh, he's handled everything like a champ. And, uh, you know, his thing, his whole thing is that, you know, we are about our student athletes well-being and, uh, you know, we should be thinking about more a regional schedule. Don't worry about the money. It's about the student athlete safety. Um, if we can get the games in great, but let's think about like, you know, here in D.C., we have American University, we got George Washington, we got Georgetown, we got Maryland, you can go out to Maryland. Uh, you know, we have, you know, University of uh, Baltimore County, we have Navy, we have Loyola. So just in that plain 45-minute vicinity, we got seven, eight schools around here that we can, we can match up against, maybe play home and homes just to get games in. Uh, it may not be the traditional kind of year, but, you know, if we, you know, put our resources together and uh, I think, you know, not leave, leave the egos behind a little bit to make this a, uh, something that can be successful, I think it's something that can really work. How much did you enjoy a coach year one, the MEAC, you know, going through it? You know, I love HBCU basketball. Now, I'm a TSU grad, Tennessee State University. We're in the OVC. I, I think it's boring playing those OVC schools. It's not, you know, I, I enjoy playing the smack of the MEAC because of, of the vibe it is. So how was it for you coaching your guys, man, going up the MEAC schedule, man, from going from down from Daytona way up to Norfolk up to you guys, man? So how was it, man, year one in the MEAC with the tough coaching? There's no, no easy games in the MEAC, no matter what the record was. No easy night. So how was that year one for you, man, going through that, that, that gauntlet there? 
Yeah, it was difficult. It, and it, it's still kind of difficult to kind of to stomach a little bit. You know, we, we were 4-29 and on the year, um, and we took our lumps. Um, but I understood that and, knew that and knew that going into the season. We lost over 50 points through graduation and transfer before I was even hired. So I understood that it was going to be a difficult and challenging year. Um, and the way that, uh, you know, our president, Mr. Wayne Frederick and uh, Mr. Kerry Davis, they wanted to kind of build the program was through, uh, through the high school route and bringing in kids that are great academic kids, kids that love the game, kids that fit uh, the mold of being Howard men. So, you know, following that kind of blueprint, we didn't want to go older and uh, do the grad transfer route or do the transfer route. Um, we took high school kids and, you know, had those guys playing you know, 25 to 30 minutes for us. And I think we, you know, by taking our lumps this year, we were able to take a step forward. Uh, now those young men have a year under their belt of playing experienced basketball. They've gone through the gauntlet of the MEAC, which is an extremely difficult league uh, that doesn't get enough credit. We have some excellent coaches and some really talented players that are in the league. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to competing against those guys this year and having a chance to, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, making a run at this thing. It's, uh, it, it's a really a great, I think, experience for our young men and uh, very, very challenging uh, in the MEAC. So we look forward to having this experience coming up this year. Well, Coach, I'll definitely be cheering for you guys. I love, I love the colors you wear because the colors will remind me of Tennessee State to a degree, the Howard Bison colors. So, you know, I got to represent you. I need some gear, Coach. I'll wear your gear, man. I'll wear the gear. Send it to me, man. I need some swag, man. Some Howard swag, man. I need some. I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yes, indeed. Well, folks, it's King Blakeney here on the Boston Man Show, coach of the Howard Bison out of the MEAC Conference. Support those guys. And donate to the universities. We'll help those, those guys out. They're doing big things up there in D.C. and the DMV for sure, people. Check, check, check them out. We out. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? 
Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs Download the Amazon Music app today yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.